gentlemen. Triple M has rocked Sydney since way back when. And while some shows come and go, one show remains. Absolutely brilliant. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. The greatest sports legends. Would you put your hands together? The soundtracks of your Saturday mornings. And in 2022, a couple of the stars returned to the starting lineup. And here we go. The best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman, join Iron Woman, Candace Warner. Saturday, 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 Saturday. Seatbelts on. Welcome. So welcome back. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Now, these are the fun ones to do. What a night of sport. What a two minutes. At 10.22, Buddy kicks a 1,000. I reckon at 10.23, Pat Cummins took the wicket. And that was 15 minutes after South had a very impressive win. Candace Warner, it doesn't get much better than that. It doesn't get much better than that. You're absolutely right. What a night. Um, The Bunnies were all over the Roosters, and then we saw what Buddy did. And then for Australia to win the series over in Pakistan, it's wow. It, It couldn't be better for you, could it? Australian no. cricket you wins. Had an amazing 15 Bunnies win. Yes. Your hubby wins. Yep. Your mate Buddy wins. Yep. And your team wins. I South. wonder how much, if you put money on that, how much you, it would have been worth. You could have put money on that. Yeah, I know. But how, well, how much do you reckon that would have been worth? Oh, Buddy okay. kicking. What, do I look like sports bet? Well, I reckon. Tab? Yeah, just, we'll just throw it out there. sponsors us? <laughs> Whoever it is. Richard, good morning to you. Good morning, Dan. Um, Oh, look, I, I, you see it every 10 years. Yes. You know, someone kicks a 1,000 goals. I think what Tony Lockett was the last one to do it. And it's just a phenomenal... It's a phenomenal thing that when they all run out on the ground. It was a spectacle. We'll talk about it later, but... You got concerns? I got concerns. All right, one triple three five three. You can call us any time. Gerds is going to join us talking footy. It's been such a big week. Ash Barty, our own world number one, retires. We can't get to it to the second hour. Rusty, Greg Russell, talk motorsport as well. We've got it all covered. You can call us anytime. One triple three five three. This is the Dead Set Legends, and we do it thanks to KO. If you want a comprehensive overview of a game, it's just a fraction of the time you need the KO Mini, which let you watch all the key moments in the game in less than half an hour. We're talking Buddy next. Triple M. When talking sport 24-7 is barely enough. Do you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. With Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. We do it for KO Minis. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, Dan Ganane. Uh, normally we start with league and we will get to Roosters South Sydney, I promise, and touch on the Tigers shortly. Even though that was inevitable last night at the SCG, it's still remarkable. It was absolutely remarkable. And you say inevitable, Buddy's actually um, kicked four... So Buddy's played the Geelong at the SCG twice and in both those occasions kicked four goals. So he was... That was odds on then. Odds on. So, But when Warner yeah. kicked the ball and he just took that mark, <laughs> you could see the crowd were ready. That was... Ready? They were, they they were, were more on the, than ready. They were oh, on yeah. the field already. They were on the sidelines already. Well, what about Rich? And when I say inevitable, I mean, he was going to kick a 1,000 yes. at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wasn't inevitable down before it. Oh, you always got to they go did negative. take him off, though. They did take him off in um, early in that fourth quarter to give him a bit of a rub down. Um, I know. It wasn't the crowd. You're right, Richard. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But wasn't the crowd going nuts. So he he, he goes off. Mm. And time is ticking away. Yes. I don't know where the next game is. I don't think it's at the SCG. 
No, had I, to be tonight. Yes, it, yeah. Before you get to your uh, view, Rich, and I know you've got opinion many share, this is how Triple M captured the moment last night. Duncan traps it on a, his foot like a Gaelic player now. It spills free to the Swans. Crowd start to lift. Warner, looping hand pass. Florent, they're only going to look for one man. He's on the lead. Franklin. Warner goes to Franklin. And Buddy Marks on his chest. 35 out. No great angle. He's on 999. One of the great champions of our game. Lance Franklin crosses the 50 now. Hits 40. It's all about the kick. It's right through the middle. Buddy joins the legend with a 1,000 goals. And the Sydney fans come from absolutely everywhere. It's pandemonium at the SCG. I'm not sure they thought it out. I can't see too much security around him. He, he's just being grabbed by supporters that want to get out there. Oh, Luffy, where are you, big boy? Oh, mate, I'm just on the wing now. I've been out here a few times when players have kicked goals before. But this is, um, I've never seen this. There were people running out on the ground as he kicked the ball. And if he missed, there would have been thousands of people. It's pandemonium out here. The security guards, they just opened up the gates. They just said, out you go. It is pointless trying to stop this many people. There are more people on the ground now than there are in the stand. I thought there might have been up to... 10 to 15,000 people out on the ground there trying to get a piece of Buddy. And that's a wonderful tradition that's been going on since, you know, forever. Uh, there's only six guys ever kicked 1,000 goals, Buddy the sixth. But um, after, when they started really crushing in mm. on him, I thought, man, this could end really badly, not just for Buddy, but for other people who are close to him. And I thought, you know, 10 years ago, you could trust people to wait till the ball went through the goals before they started belting out, right? most of them I'm sure someone broke the start but and you could depend on people to have some level of common sense but I don't think you can depend on that these days and I don't, that may be the last time we ever see that we spoke to um, young gun Errol um, Goulden during the week on the rush hour and I, I said to him, when Buddy kicks his goal, his thousands goal is there, a, is there a plan as to what you're going to do? And he said, yeah, we have spoken about the plan. But last night it looked like there was no plan. Where were the sec- I mean, you would have thought the security guards would have formed a ring around him. Mm. And, yes, they, they would have been stampeded too. But at least you would have had sort of one layer of bodies between Buddy and the crowd. I mean, if he wasn't tall and could sort of peer his head above the crowd like a giraffe, he could have been seriously in a bit of trouble. Buddy- uh, and they were rubbing him on the every person who could get close to him trying to rub him on the head he ended up having to put a cap on to, to stop them from rubbing what little air he's got he, he handled it really well he did he he smiled you could mm. tell he just wanted yeah. to tell a pe- few people to get nicked but he was smiling he was just he, he was brilliant Can, i know do, do you think the behavioral difference because they were behaving themselves but they nearly crushed him i mean tony lockett was 20 years ago and i reckon just as many went on the field but the scenes weren't as chaotic as that no. mm. I, that's My theory the- is it's the selfie era. Why do, I, why do I say that? Is because all of a sudden people aren't looking at what's around them. All they're looking point, at Dan. is the picture. So they're not aware that they're involved in a crowd. You've got you know, yeah. 9,000 of the 10,000 are trying to get a selfie, so they're not actually paying attention to what's around See, them. This is what I say. Social media, great idea when they invented it, now a net negative. So if, 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 um, at the SCG, for a pitch invasion... Mm. It's five. The fine is five thousand five hundred. Now, if there was around 
just say 30,000 people on the field last night, they would have made a whopping $165 million. <laughs> How many coppers do you think there would have had to have been there to, to arrest them and charge them all? I know, but, but, but I'm just saying, usually a pitch there. invasion is 5,500, so... They could have raised a hell of a lot of money last night. Uh, what was that uh, story you had there, Candice, about the... So the Geelong player, hip and shoulders, one of the fans, the poor bugger goes uh, face over apex. Yeah, yeah. It was actually um, Zach Dewey. He just said afterwards um, that he actually chased after the guy wanting to give him his keys back, but I think he was a little bit frightened, the guy thinking, "What? why? Why is he? Why is this guy running me Zach's down? Zach's going to belt me up. Yeah, but it was just That's brilliant right. scenes. What about the definition of anti-climax? Them having to come back out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> why didn't they just call it off well, yeah, and just say, listen, rule, listen, 36 is the margin. Yeah. Yeah. We'll keep the percentages it yeah. is. I noticed Bud didn't come back on, um, no. which was rightfully so. Imagine... If he kicked another goal, do you think we would have seen another pitch invasion? Good point. Oh, no, I don't think so. I don't but know. You don't know. There was a no, plenty of the gooses point. there. You, you, ten years ago, no way. <laughs> now, who knows? Anyway, exactly. look, we found a couple of niggers, but it was a fabulous moment. And well done. If you're a part of it at the SCG, uh, good for you because um, you'll never forget that. South and the Roosters. South on their way. Roosters just struggling a bit. We'll talk about that next. Triple M Dead Set Legend. Cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. We're talking league a little later with Ryan Girdler. Uh, he'll cover the big issues, but still, we've got to cover last night. It was a big night. Uh, South and the Roosters um, and the West Tigers going down. Where do we start, Candace? I guess you want to be all over South Sydney. That was that was impressive. That that was uh, a thoroughly deserved win. Mm. Um, Roosters struggling a little bit. South, they needed that. Oh, absolutely, they needed it. And round one, they weren't good. Um, first half against the Melbourne Storm probably weren't that great. But mm. uh, the second half against the Storm, round two, and then then built on that um, last night, they were absolutely good. And you, you've got to remember, they weren't that bad against the Storm. They actually beat the Storm in every... Um, Statistical category. Yeah, except the, except the final point score. So South, South last night, they were relentless in attack. Cam Murray was all class. We saw Cody Walker mm. back to his best. Cook was, you know, really giving in. So um, just the Roosters, they just were dropping so many balls. What, what did you think of their performance? It, as much as it pains me to say this about the Roosters, they're in the bottom half of the, mm. the competition now, and they look like they belong there. To me, they they were they uh, not yeah. they're not a top half team at the moment, yeah. and they they don't look like being one. I mean, you my know their team. problem, Rich. They need a hooker. Like that's a real. It's not mm. like they're just starting slot. They actually need a a, a proper number yeah. nine. But got Brandon Smith, but that's not until next all year. All those all those positions up the spine. If you don't have quality players in those positions, they find you out. Mm. And they Latre- find you out. Latrell was you know back to his best last night. He was four from five with the boot. He scored a try that was disallowed, and then he came back and, and you know scored almost a full length um, of the field try. But what I loved is that there's still so much passion amongst that game. So when Latrell was running down and, and pointing to the sky, you could see former Rabbitohs um, skipper 
uh, John Sutton on the sidelines who now runs award just hands up in the air just you can see how much that game means they to are a passionate lot aren't they but it's that game you know if you can't win the grand final as long as you can beat the Roosters then that's that's pretty good well, I can't work out Candice whether there well there's real animosity but mm. Manu and Mitchell there seems to be a respect but boy they whether when they had the opportunity they were giving it to each other yeah well when Manu crossed the line he just threw that ball down and, and stood over Latrell and, and gave him a bit of a gobful but I did notice at yeah, the end yeah but Latrell deserved that because he did that last year yeah. not to Manu but to Blaker I did notice at the end that there was a they embraced one another and um but oh, it was good. awkward but it's um you know something they're going to have to move on from uh, but you know, so what you want about Latrell? He didn't do much last week, but when it mattered, he kicked the field goal. Even last night, he didn't, no, didn't see him all that much. But he is a, a star. He's a he just, rare talent. He mm. he just that try at the end, the signature moment of the night. If if he can become lovable, mm. like I know the fans, the the Rabbitohs fans love him, but that if he can become lovable for the general, he's just, he's going to be. Elevate beyond the sport. Is what a, that good? I did love last night. It was multicultural round, and mm. I did love that um, Kalamatangi and and I even noticed the South coach up that had like the layer around his neck. So they were doing some really good things. South were raising funds and awareness for uh, awareness for the the Tongan volcanic eruption and mm. tsunami relief. So I thought that was really good. Yeah, uh, multicultural round, good idea. They've got to have a mm. game at Belmore if you're going to have multicultural. That's where it all started. Yeah. Anyway, one triple three five three. If you want to talk about last night's game. Quick one on the Tigers. Well, what's to oh. say? Really? But can I say this? That they, I don't like saying a team is robbed. Mm. They were absolutely stuffed by the referee not going upstairs. Now, it was as instant, uh, Luciano Lua, he plants the ball down. Referee says, in the end goal, he says, no, 20-metre tap, seven tackle set. Now, in defence of the ref, Lua and the Tigers could have challenged it. But they let play continue. Now, that was in the first half, and they had time to turn things around and probably didn't deserve to beat the Warriors anyway. It wasn't a particularly good game. But no. when, it, when, it, when things are going wrong, they really go that, wrong. I was just about to say the same thing. When you, when you are going badly, everything turns against you. Luck turns against you. You know, the, the rubber, the green turns against you. And you just have to try and ride it out, but you've got to have the cattle to do it. Mm. I don't know. Do they have the cattle? Everyone's bashing Madge, uh, but it was the comments from Adam Dewey during the week that stood out to me when he said against the game against the Knights that the boys had that look like they weren't um, putting in. So if Adam Dewey is saying that it's looking like the boys aren't putting in, then that's a real issue. What is that look? Well, they're just not having a go, are they? Do I have that look? At times. <laughs> At times you do. Triple. <laughs> have we made that about you? <laughs> One, two, three, five, three. It wasn't a positive. Do you want to have your say on last night's rugby league? Don't forget Saturday Triple M NRL, the Saturday scrum from midday. Tony's back. It's good to see him back in the building and uh, his uh, usual team uh, back on. And Ryan Girdle will join us a little bit later. Triple M, Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Penrith, Newcastle, a Bumper of a game at 3 p.m. this afternoon here on Triple M. You got Rich, you got Candace. Rich, can you please not bring bacon and egg rolls? That sound, that smells amazing. I know, and I can't eat it all. So you're welcome. Yeah, but look how you've cut it up. You've just did. <laughs> it looks like a dog's breakfast. You know I can't do anything right round here. You know what, Rich? <laughs> you know the top. You know who Richard is. He's the backwasher. If he's oh. sharing a, a, a coke, you're the backwasher. 
I beg your pardon. <laughs> Mate, look what you've done. You <laughs> can't say that to me. <laughs> you've mangled that thing. Let's do this. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. What about the cricket, Candice? The most boring test series of all time, yet it was very call. exciting last night. They needed all 15 days, the Aussies, but they finally got their victory over Pakistan. Pat Cummins rewarded. That was a bold declaration. Yeah, I mean, it was. So they wanted to have about 120 overs to bowl them out, um, and they did such a superb job. It was great to see Nathan Lyon uh, get Pfeiffer, mm. and Pat Cummins' stats for the for the whole series was brilliant. He has twelve wickets for for twenty two. So I mean that that's pretty good. Making a decision like that to to give them a sniff to get them to play, yeah. which I think is clearly a great decision because it worked out well. But do you think Pat Cummings makes that? Who who else in the team would have input into that? Well, he would he would speak to the coach. He would talk. Yeah. He would have a look at um, you know see the how the pitch is deteriorating. Which players? Which who's uh, well, in the I, inner sanctum no, with him? I think he would speak to the bowlers. He would he would he's. I think Pat Cummins is the type of captain who he would speak to everyone. He would um, have have a chat, and it, it would come down to how much time have we got, how many runs we've got on the board, and how's the pitch looking. See, Warney apparently was the go-to man for yeah. the, the mm-hmm. tactics. Well, when Smith he was is Cummins' yeah. guy. And, yeah. yeah, but but. Pat is the guy that's got to pull the trigger. Yeah. yeah. So he's the one that wears He's got to wear it. If yeah. they get beat... Actually, here's an interesting question. Do you think we castigate Cummins if they if they lose because he has risked defeat to increase the chances of victory? It's actually quite admirable. Mm. And here's the thing. Def- if, is nil all, strangely, in fans' mind, the same as a one-nil loss? Mm. It was yeah. quite a brave declaration, actually. Um, I liked it. I would have supported him. Yeah. I would... Like, there. If he lost, I'd have gone, ah, pity we lost, but he had a crack. Yeah. And I like that they weren't just happy to get another draw, that Australia really wanted that win, and, um, you know, they bowled, bowled superbly in that fourth fourth innings. Yep. That's it. Uh, South 28, Roosters 16, Warriors over the Tigers 16-12. Uh, Swans beat Geelong 107-77. We, f- we talked about Buddy for five minutes. Swans, Richard, they're a serious team. Oh, yeah. They've they look. There were periods of that match where the where Geelong got back into it and looked like they were going to go on with the job. They're, they're bristling with stars, Geelong, mm. absolutely bristling with them. But um, you know, our midfield they really stood up. I, I thought I thought it boded well for the rest of the season. Isaac Heaney, he just oh. he was outstanding last night, and you can see why the Swans uh, have just re-signed him on another, I think, five-year deal because mm. he is a, a star. I tell you, who's an unsung hero for the Swans, the Ruckman. He's he is just he came from nowhere. He stood he stood up once he got to the Swans, and now he's just he's just slaying him. Uh, by the way, all this extraordinary stuff that's happened overnight has taken the attention away from the Socceroos. Mm. They were awful. Probably a good reports. thing that that's taken the attention off them because they're they're in some serious trouble if they want to um, qualify for the World Cup. Well, they've now got to go through UAE mm-hmm. and then the fifth place South American. It's a path we've gone down before, but at some point it's not going to work. We're going to, uh, and they're not that good, Rich. Well, you know, it, it, oh, it's only it, the biggest comp in the world. Well, yeah, but what's the point in just going to make up the numbers? We've also seen Italy. Really? You've got to go believing that you can win, but no one could possibly have that opinion. It's just impossible. Well, it's nice to be there, Richard. Oh, is it? Is that is 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 that where we are? It's just nice it's to been be that there. That way for 
I long. know. That's why I never get that. Uh, you know, if they don't go to the World Cup, well, who cares? They can't win anyway. It was anyway. actually our first loss in a live World Cup qualifier at home in 40 years. Wow. Um, yeah. That's in, yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, so I'm shattered. I, I'm pretty shattered. But Really? Yeah, I am. I love There's nothing better when the World Cup comes on and you see Australia walk out to play. Like, it's, mm. it is it is one of those things. And then that, walk off. Not, not always. We've been pretty competitive in the past when Lucas Neal was Once. the captain. Oh, One World Cup. Richard. And I made the round of 16. And Once. Oh, you are unbelievable. Soccer people, one, two, three, five, three. Don't call it yeah. soccer. You have an open invitation <laughs> to absolutely smash him for the next five minutes. Triple M dead set legends. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's dead set legends, Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. I don't think we've done a show yet where it's been sunny. Every time you look outside, it's bloody miserable. No, it's, the sun will never shine again. Not I, for the next month. No. <laughs> well, you like it, aren't you? You're all horses and mothers. No, we've got one very good mutter. Yeah, the one that's making all the money. Yeah, whose mutter was a mutter and whose father was a mutter. <laughs> <laughs> we need a tip from you very soon, but people are calling here. Uh, we've got uh, Raul and Michael. Who are we going to do first, Lockie? Raul, fire away. No. Are you there, Raul? No, we don't. Ah. Well, he was going to absolutely give it to oh, you. No, I think he's there. All right. Hello, Raul. No, let's go to Michael, who oh. wants to talk about the Socceroos. And Richard's just saying they're only going to make up the numbers anyway. Michael. Mate, I agree 100%. <laughs> it, is, it is a pure state of the affairs of Australian football. Go back to the glory days of Moore and, and Lucas Neal and Jewell and stuff like that. We actually had a chance of winning. Yeah. I just think that Australian football's lost its direction and path and uh, it needs to be a bigger picture look. But, yeah, we're just going along for the... Uh, the, the the 32nd place ribbon, so unfortunately. Michael, what would you do? Would you sack the coach or what, what, what's the, the answer? Nothing can be done. Oh, no, I think the whole sport, the, we just don't have the, the systems in Australia to support, you know, the world game. Um, we really need to look at it. You go back 15 years ago when you had sports ribbon goals playing Premier League football, we had people playing Serie A and all the rest of it around the world and, and now we have nothing. Like, we really are depleted in, in, in hugely talented football. So, um, I think the system needs to be looked at uh, as a whole. All right. Mm, good point. Okay. Very dour. No well, wonder you like it, Well, Richard. no, but how, how competitive can you be in a sport, a winter sport, a, a football sport, when we have so many competing codes in a small country? Well, really, you've got game. to pick the yeah. battles you can win. Raul, fire away. Friedman, how can you say that, mate? <laughs> hey, Raul. <laughs> Seriously, mate. Seriously, that's... Mate, if you're going to put that... Football cannot go because we've got no competition there. Then we've got to send half of our uh, Olympic team because we don't win so many medals, and the money that goes on to the Olympic teams Good point. is a lot more than what the football team gets. Yeah, I I, I can't really counter that argument. That argument <laughs> yeah. is pretty good, actually. All right, good on you, Raul. <laughs> but we need we need our soccerers firing because it inspires why? the next generation. That's why. No, because the next generation that- should play. Rugby league or or AFL? No, but for some parents, they find that that um, is a little bit too dangerous for their kids, so they put them in soccer. So I think we need it. It needs to be changed because there are kids out there that want to Tanda, see. Stop dignifying him. You can't be. You don't want people playing football. What's the, what's the point? <laughs> 
There's, there's no pathway forward. Oh, well, imagine you if you are, said, imagine no, if you said that to little Timmy Cahill, a little play... Lucas Neal, a little Harry Kuehl. I know. They can go overseas and they can make a, you know, a good living out of that and good luck to them. But it just seems we get, we get so disappointed that we oh, you know, will we make the World Cup? Well, really? <laughs> okay, so we don't make the World well, Cup. So we don't run 32nd anymore. You know, we well, run 30. You've got to be in it to win it. We've been very competitive. So, so it's like you telling uh, Cristiano Ronaldo because quite often they don't do very well, but they can win. But they can't. No, they can. They don't always. All right, we're going can. around in circles. Jeez, triple, triple M. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Richard, you could learn a tour thing off Candace. She's come here, a Dead Set Legends. She's, she's not resting star. on her name. She's produced, she's reaching out to guests. Who have you got for us, Candice? We have got Isaac Heaney. Like, this is a massive scoop today, I think. The fact that he was right there next to Buddy after he kicked the goal, but also had a blinder of a match last night. Isaac, good morning. That must have been very, very special to be a part of. Good morning, guys. Uh, oh, it was insane. It was absolutely insane. It was one of those moments that will it'll never happen again, and um, it was it was pretty scary at times being in the, the middle of that mosh pit with uh, probably thirty thousand people on the ground, and um, it was full on. But it was it was one of those things. I'll it's probably one of the greatest things I'll, I'll ever experience in footy. Did, how close to Buddy were you in that in that scrum in the middle of the field? <laughs> I made sure I was I was close enough once he kicked the ball to to get to him before the crowd got there. So right. I was um, I was I was ushering the, the other players to go to the other side of the field so I could get there and. Um, I was holding on to him for the first, oh gee, probably ten to fifteen minutes. Uh, we we genuinely couldn't move. It was just, it was a it was a mosh pit. People were getting it was pretty scary at times because people were genuinely getting, um, yeah, stood on and and people on the ground just just getting trampled. So really, it, it, yeah. it looked scary. I mean, I was watching it and I thought, oh, this is great. They're all you know, this they're all going to congratulate Buddy. And then it just turned because the numbers became so huge. <laughs> well, yeah, you couldn't move. It was. It was we were just holding onto each other, just saying, just just don't fall over. If you fall over, you, you it's going to be pretty scary. So, um, but it was an amazing experience, and and no one did anything silly, which was good. Yeah. Um, obviously, a lot of people moving around, it's pretty hard to control it. But um, everyone was there just to, I guess, touch Buddy and and get a piece of him and and just get a piece of the moment. Did you have a plan um, around that moment, and did it go to plan? <laughs> oh, the only the only plan was. Um, if you can get off, get to get to the race and and um, try and get some to some security guards and and, and get underground, but yeah, it was just impossible. Um, it, we couldn't move for a good ten to fifteen minutes, and um, we were stuck there. And poor Bud was stuck for a good half. <laughs> um, on just people were just picking him up, and and it was good. He embraced it, and you could just see how happy he was, and and it was an amazing, amazing experience. Oh, fantastic. Now, you um, you, the the match ebb, ebbed and flowed, but the last. The last probably third of the match, you started to surge. Did what changed? Did you make? Did you make any moves? Did something change in the match to to do that? No, 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 not really. Uh, similar to last week against the Giants, it, it was one of those games where uh, we knew it was going to be highly contested, um, a good physical game, and and they're a, they're a quality outfit. Um, and we just knew that we've had a great preseason, and and we've got to stick to our guns. And and in the end, it's it's going to take. For probably majority of the season, um, it's going to take the, the four quarter performances to, to get a win, and um, it was really nice that, like you said, probably midway through the third, we started to, to get on top, and 
really run over the top of them and, and we had the, the runs in our legs. Now, Isaac, we've got to go, so um, this will be the last question, but there was five minutes to go when all this happened. Commentators were suggesting, just call the bloody game off. We know the Swans <laughs> have won. Um, was there any sort of gentleman's agreement between the Cats and the Swans, sort of let's just kick the ball around and let's not get each other hurt? Well, there should have been because I think our stats went to went to crap at the end. Uh, we, we, couldn't, we couldn't win the footy, and I was stuck up full forward. And I'm like, I, I spoke to Henry, who I was on. Um, I was just like, mate, you take it easy. I'm taking it easy. Let's just let's just chill in this. I don't want to do an injury here. We've all cooled down, and that's it. Um, yeah, it was one of those ones. It would have been nice just to throw the ball off the middle, and then everyone just walk off and leave the ball, just let the time run out. But. Um, <laughs> The mercy no, we rule. Had to play it out. Oh, yeah, exactly. Anyway, incredible night, Isaac. Congratulations, mate, being a part of it. And Swans are going well. He was what? more than a part of it. Oh, I know he was. Star. Mm. Good on you, Isaac. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Triple Thank M, you. Dead Set Legends. Big second hour on the way. Ladies and gentlemen, the best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman. Join Iron Woman, Candice Warner. Welcome back. Jeez, that was a thumper of the first hour and a big one as well with Gerds joining us talking rugby league and Greg Rust for Bendix uh, breaks. Greg Rust talking all things motorsport. We've got supercars this weekend. We've got the F1 uh, once again. Uh, so lots to cover with Rusty. Okay, everybody, pens are the ready. Richard Friedman is due. What do you mean I'm due? Oh, you had... Mate, you're, what? you're well overdue. Week and you're due. No, 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 two. Two, and one of them was a dollar fifty pop. Yeah, I oh, see. One of them you went see. gutless, and it was, and it see. paid a dollar fifty, and it still got done. This mm. is why I don't tip. <laughs> I have to here. Now, I'm going to Rose Hill, yes. where it'll be a heavy track today, and yes. it'll be tough to pick a winner here today. Yes. Now, the the distance race is called the uh, the Tancred Stakes, and it's a twenty four hundred meter race. Not a terribly strong race. Race I have seven. To say. Race seven. Yeah, race seven. Uh, we won it with Maccabi Diva. There's no Maccabi Diva in this field, let me tell you that. So I'm picking something that I don't really think he's... He normally wouldn't have enough class to win a race like this, mm. but I think today, under the conditions, he's a chance. It was called Stockman. Oh, I was looking at that. Number heavy, four, Stockman. Heavy uh, heavy form. Yeah. Four wins, two seconds out of seven races. And they've put up a heavy eight this morning. Mm. At the moment they put it up, there was a shower. It'd be a heavy ten right now. Beautiful. There you go. Race seven, number four. Now, that's better, Richard. Because yes. even if it gets done, no. it's still a 10 to 1 pop. Yep. So that's okay. Just tip a 100 to 1 shot that'll never win. No, that's okay. But a dollar fifty winner. Yeah, now you're being yeah but at least there's some value. Thank you. In, in, there's in something the long wrong run. with you, Peter. You don't understand the nature of risk and return. <laughs> Triple M. I understand a dollar fifty shot getting done <laughs> is terrible. Ryan Girdler after this. Triple M Dead Set Legend. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Triple M, what are you laughing at? Triple Something M, Dead Set Legends. <laughs> you just had a little... Go on, say what you said off... You'd be, you'd be thrown off air. If you said what you said off air, I was say just... it on air, you're both gone. Yeah, I was she just... made me no, say No, I was just picturing okay. Richard no. in a dress. This is what's wrong with her, right? I told you, Dan, not all is what it seems. <laughs> Grand final guest is as Penrith as the Museum of Fire. Across his 13-year career, he scored more points than you've had hot dinners. How many hot dinners have you been that? Obviously, you probably had yeah, less than 1,600 hot dinners. Yes. 
He's represented New South Wales at origin level, plus Australia at the World Cup in 2000. But more importantly than all that, took the Panthers to a premiership back in 2003. Triple M and Penrith Royalty. Please welcome Sir Ryan Girdler. For the first time, for the first time on the new Dead Set Legends. But he's a trader, Richard. He's a trader, Candice. He's a Queenslander now. Oh, Girds, hello to you. Good morning. Oh, oh, great to be back. Welcome back, guys. Yes, I'm, uh, I live in Queensland, but I am not a Queenslander, Danley. Yeah. Yeah, Mate, we had a meeting. Sorry, Rich. We had a, a, a pre-season meeting, right, where they, they tell you all the things you're not allowed to say, right? Girdler looked more Queenslander than Tallis, who you were sitting next to. I mean, he was adopted very, very quickly. Well, they said when Ryan went to Queensland that the IQ of the average IQ of both states went up, but I don't think that's right. I do not think that's right. I, I corrected them on that. <laughs> what did you think of last uh, night, Gerd's Big game last night. Gee, Souths were impressive. Roosters a bit off the pace. They were, weren't they, Dan? I saw that. I, I think um, the last couple of weeks I just saw South building and, um, yeah, I, I, I wasn't totally surprised that they came out and performed like that. They obviously, they've got the wood over the roosters over the last couple of seasons and uh, they just asserted their authority last night. They kept it nice and simple, but they were just led really well by the senior boys and, I mean, everyone's talking about Latrell. He was good in moments and mm. he's still sort of a little bit away from his best. He needs a little bit, a few more miles in the legs, but... What he did was quality, but it was just a great contest. Cameron Murray, mm. Damian Cook, even Cody. Like, Cody wasn't great, but he's still getting those touches back, and, and he'll get better as the year goes on. But, yeah, they just look sharp. And young Iliot, you know, you get you get these halves that come in after, you know, you get players that have been around clubs for long periods of time, and they're, they're, you kind of shuffle the decks. They're in and they're out. But this guy, he's a keeper. He was good. Good. You talk about uh, Luttrell and Cam Murray, but South's attack was re- relentless last night. Well, they just kept it simple, Candice. They just sort of went through the middle. Um, and, you know, the Roosters over the years, if anything, if they, if they get beaten, they usually get beaten through the middle, and that's where you've sort of got to you got to take the bull by the horns, and that's where South took them on last night. And, yeah, they, they did it quite comfortably when you look at all the stats and the metres through the middle and, and, and the, you know... Um, post-contact metres and so forth, I mean, they were totally dominant. Was it, was it their work rate through the middle? Is that is that how you defeat the Roosters, you know, with, with guys like Murray and and, um, and uh, Damien Cook and those sort of guys? Their work rate's pretty high. Just line speed, Rich, yeah. Just, yeah. you know, ability to get up, get in the face, put pressure on the halves, and then, you know, bring your edges into play, and they did that really well. Kalau Matangi and Joy Arrow on that last night, they were exceptional as well. So they just hunted as a pack, and they just bullied the Roosters. What about the poor old Tigers, Gerds? They, they had a try absolutely d- denied that shouldn't have yeah. been. And then the Warriors, they kept they were pulling them out of their backside a couple of those tries, but Tigers just can't get a bloody win. No, it was unfortunate, wasn't it? I mean, you make your own luck, but sometimes things just go against you. And Yeah, they're in a little bit of a hole at the moment, aren't they? But... Nathan Brown, after the game, I mean, he, he was shocked that they won. I don't think the Warriors have ever played worse than that and won a game. I mean, you know, he wasn't happy with their performance, and, yeah, it was lacklustre at best. But the Tigers, Dan, I mean, yeah, it's going to be the story of the week, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, where do they go from here, and who's got the answers, and who's accountable for where they are? Because whatever the message is from the coach, it's just not getting through to the players. They're not enjoying their football and it just looks like a place that no one wants to be at the moment. Yeah, I don't think you can blame the coach. It's the cattle, isn't it? The, the, the Tigers just have the... Do they have the cattle to win? Well, I mean, if your horse has got, you know, if it's if it's got the... 
bloodlines and it's trained well and it's not performing on the weekends. Who's to blame the jockey? Well, you? No, I mean, I don't know. I'll I blame think the everyone horse. collectively. No. Well, you'd blame the horse. Exactly right. I can't put in what God left exactly out. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. No, I think uh, collectively, I mean, you know, it's been a problem there for a couple of seasons now and you need to look at administration and that as well and the people making decisions around, you know, extending coaches' contracts and players and retention and recruitment. So, oh, yeah, it's a... Um, it's a mess. All right. You sound good, good. You sound relaxed. I know you're doing a lot of travelling now, uh, back and forth, getting those frequent flyer miles up. Are you part, you're, you're the Saturday show still, aren't you? Still doing the Saturday Beautiful. and the Saturday call and some Fridays. And, Dan, I'll be doing tomorrow with you with the uh, the local derby up here, expecting about 40,000 Suncorp. Should be a good afternoon now. Can't wait yet. Talos, Gurler and myself. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be there at Suncorp. That's going to be a beauty. Mate, it's, mate, it's been so long. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Absolutely. Absolutely, Dan. See you tomorrow. Thanks for having me on, guys. Have no, a great thank day. Thank you. Pleasure. See you, Gurs. Triple M, Dead Set Legend. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganae, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. Triple M, it is the Dead Set Legends and time for this. Rusty's Motorsport Update. For Bendix, Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Lots to cover as we do it here on Triple M and uh, Greg Russ from Rusty's Garage, the podcast which you can get for free on the listener app. Morning, Rusty. Uh, Dan, Candice and Richard, good morning. 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 Supercars in Tassie this weekend. you got the Bathurst winner, Chas Mostert. He's ahead, very early lead, of course. Beyond the three big teams, which, which drivers could be contenders this weekend? Dan, I reckon particularly the likes of Erebus, so young Will Brown, who's done some amazing things in uh, all kinds of cars, and, and particularly in, in supercars, started to to really demonstrate the, the kind of talent that we know he's got in the latter part of last year. So he's one to watch. His teammate Brody Kostecki as well. So you're right. I mean, Chaz in, in brilliant form off the back of Bathurst, leading the championship and so on. It's not just a big pre-team fight. I mean, the, the, the Shell team, obviously, are, are going to be very strong. Same story for, for Red Bull. But that's a great little bull ring there in Tasmania, and I think you could get a few other surprises like the Erebus squad there for sure. When are they back in New South Wales, Rusty? Because, you know, with this weather, there should be plenty of, like, damage. <laughs> <laughs> it's, going to be, it's going to be a good year, and, and I... Um, you know the jewel in the crown for New South Wales is going to be uh, is going to be Bathurst. Obviously, yeah. um, we've had to do some shifts, Richard, as you know, with with Newcastle in the early yeah. part of the year. But they'll worry about about COVID and and uh, you know staffing levels and so on. So um, yeah, a bit a bit of a juggle for them still, but they're doing a super job there. Didn't answer the question, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Rusty, back to back races for the Formula One. Uh, they're in Saudi Arabia this weekend. Now. There was a bit of a scare with delayed practice too. What were they beheading people? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, is it going to be safe to run the? You well, know, to go ahead with the event. the other day. It's not that inappropriate. <laughs> Sorry, Rusty. Oh. Is it safe for the? What happened? And is it safe for the event to go ahead? Uh, I mean, Candice and Dan, they, they basically uh, delayed the start of practice session two, and they had an all-in meeting involving officials, drivers, you name it, because. There'd been an incident at a at an oil refinery about sort of ten k's down the road, and big, you know, billowing uh, smoke, and and uh, there was some concern about the you know the incidents in question and the and the cause of it. So they've decided to press ahead. They feel that it's um, that it's safe enough to do so. Ferraris were fast, so Charles Leclerc, who was strong at the opening round, uh, by a tenth over the Red Bull driver, the current world champion Max Verstappen. 
A um, little bit of work to do for McLaren still. Lando Norris, uh, Dan's teammate, has ended up in the top 10 at the end of practice too, but Dan was 15th. Yeah, we don't like that. We need Ricardo to beat. That guy is, is a smarmy gone? little fella, that Lando. I don't like him. <laughs> no, no, no one no, likes him. we don't like no, him. he's no good. Is, is Ricardo? is he Is he cooked? No, I don't think so, mate. Not at all. The, 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 the car has had some troubles, Richard, to start the season. Um, they're on the back foot. Dan obviously had COVID, which which delayed his ability to do some miles in the car. You've got to remember these are brand spanking mm. new cars that are very yeah. different to last year. So I, I don't believe so, mate. No. Scott um, McLaughlin's going well, though. He, he's he's made a great start in the Indy cars. Yep. And, and, you know, like to be leading the championship by whatever is 28-odd points or, or something after two rounds. He, he finished second in Texas last weekend. He, he finished second there last year as well. And that's when everyone in the paddock there started to go, righto. Uh, this guy's really got something, but but uh, two top two finishes to start the year. He leads the series. He's in uh, he's in great form in that. Um, and you know that's an oval they were racing at last weekend. So very different oh. to the kind of you know, circuit stuff we're used yeah. to seeing him doing supercars. It's not my kind of racing, but they love it over there, don't they? It's mate. It, it, when you when you get to understand it a bit more, and when and it, you, you guys know about Jewel and the Crown sporting events, whatever you're into. I mean, when you get to the Indianapolis 500 at the end of May there, that, that globally is one of the three big mm. motorsport events in the world. It's huge, mate, and he could be in with a really good shot come this May. Oh, beautiful. Gee, it's all happening in motorsport, isn't it? Uh, and I'm loving the F1s, Rich, on the 4K on Fox. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable, the 4K. Yeah. I, I can say I'm not going to sell you. <laughs> yeah, Bendix breaks. Put your it. foot down with confidence. Rusty, have a good weekend, mate. Always good to catch up, guys. Thank you very much. Triple F, this is the Dead Send Legends. When talking sport 24-7 is barely enough, do you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. With Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. Triple M Dead Set Legends, time for our KO moment of the week. Watch the team you love every game of every round, live and at break free in play on KO Sports. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, play of the week. It's the first time I've actually said it out loud and um, yeah, it's, it's hard to say but I'm so happy and I'm so ready and I just know at the moment in my heart for me as a person, this is right and um, I know I've, I've done this before um, but in a very different feeling and I'm so grateful to everything that tennis has given me. It's given me all of my dreams plus more but I know that the time is right now for, for me to step away and chase other dreams um, and, yeah, and to, to put the rackets down. That level of self-assurance is absolutely awesome. To be able to be at the top of your game when you could go on and make millions of dollars and keep touring around the world doing laps of honour and to just say, no, nah, I'm done. That's but, incredible. Yeah, when I first heard the news and, and I saw it on my phone, I actually got goosebumps and was really sad because Why? the party's over. and But I, w- I was really happy for her that, like you said, that she was so self-assured that she's achieved what she wanted to um, and she wants to put her energy into something else. And it's so rare. It's so rare. Are we buying it? I what, mean, do you, what do you mean, are we, are buying, we buying it? it? Did you hear a little bit of emotion in her voice? I'm saying, when mm. I say, are we buying it? Yeah. 
she obviously, clearly, this is what she wants to do right now. But do we believe in six months, in 12 months, in 18 months that she's still going to feel that way? Well, we have seen former tennis players, Martina Hingis, Kim Clijsters, mm. um, Justine Enna, retire and come back. And she did say that the door is That's shut. Right. But the padlock's not on, so oh, I hope okay. she does. No, I, I hope she doesn't because I think that just shows a level of self-assurance when you say, I said I'm done mm. and I'm done. Now, the question for me is, which sport next? Hmm. Now, she's, she's a very good cricket player mm-hmm. and, and by all reports an outstanding golfer. She'll do something. She won't do nothing. Okay. All right, let's do this. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. Spoken plenty about last night's league cracking day today. Penrith Newcastle. That's a great game. Three o'clock. Plenty of Penrith blokes out, so that that evens it right up. Right here on Triple M, that call. Storm Eels, probably the match of the round. Uh, that's at five thirty. Well, either of those games, match of the round possibility. And Canberra at home to the Gold Coast to finish off the night. If you don't know by now, Buddy's thousandth goal overshadowed what was a terrific Swans win, 107-77 uh, over the Cats. Nathan Lyon's performances in fourth innings have been questioned in the past. Not today. Five for 82 to lead Australia to a 115 run win over Pakistan. Man of the series, Usman Khawaja. Yeah. Nearly mm. 500 runs I know. in three tests. Yeah. And, and should have got a couple more centuries, I suppose. So you got, what, 160, 102 yeah. 90s. He got, yeah, he got two centuries, two fifties, and averaged 165. Like he was, he's, he's brilliant. Now, did you see the blink or you'll miss it Sonny Bill Barry Hall fight? I saw the highlights reel, which mm. lasted about eight seconds. It was the undercard match that I was most impressed with, Paul Fleming. I mean, that was just... Really? You watched the undercard? The undercards are always the best. I mean, we're talking about <laughs> a former the... NRL, a former yeah. AFL... They're not boxers. <laughs> just... I, the stuff you watch... <laughs> uh, I watched the highlights reel <laughs> of Sonny Bill Candace, just if, hammering Barry. If if, if Candice is going to outlay 50 bucks, <laughs> she's got to get her money's worth. <laughs> Jeez, I wouldn't like to come home like what Barry are you saying, About I'm 50 tight. bucks light hey. my pay packet to I'm you. saying okay, if I'm paying it? 50 bucks exactly. and there's a chance the main event's going to last yeah. 12 seconds, mm. I'm going to watch the undercard. Yeah. Now, is today the day we tell the story, Candice? Mm. Uh-oh. So, the main event? Yes. Barry Hall. What's the Candace Warner <laughs> connection with Barry Hall? Well, it would have been, oh, maybe 15 years ago. Could be more or less. At the Coogee Bay one night. Um, this is not sounding good. No, no, no. And all of a sudden I had a drink thrown on me. A drink thrown on you? A drink. By Barry Hall? By Barry Hall. And it was what? just... Hang on, that just doesn't happen out of nowhere. Uh, I'm telling you, it came out of nowhere. Well, he's thrown it at you? Or he didn't throw it, the glass, but the it, he threw it. Deliberately. And it was it an accident? Well, he seemed to think it was an accident, but it definitely wasn't. After that, all oh. um, some of his teammates got him out of there and, 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 and wow. took him elsewhere. Right. But, yes, that was my encounter with, with Big Bad Barry. You never met him before? If you'd no. have known how easy it is to knock him out, would, would you have had a swing at him? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, hang on, he throws it. Was he? Is this like a five-year-old boy who hits a girl at school to get her attention? Is that no, what he was trying no, to do? No, no, I don't think he was trying to get my attention. You didn't maybe, say anything? No, no, I wasn't with their group or anything right. like that at the time. So I think maybe he was, it just happened to go on me, um, but I, I wasn't happy about it, that's oh, for sure. Oh, he was just throwing a drink on his mate for the fun of it. Well, I, I don't know, this, but I, I copped the brunt of it. Candice, this needs more... Ex- yes. I didn't realise it was so... We need CCT footage of yeah. this. <laughs> well, that was a, the Coogee Bay, wasn't it around the time of the poo in the dessert? 
That was a man oh, that Jeez. <laughs> We've run out of time. You can be thankful for Candace's story, Rich, because I was about to bring up the interesting revelation in Paul Kent's column in the telly today. A transgender athlete considering trialling for next season of NRLW. Now, see, uh, you know, I, I can only get into trouble for this We're all, opinion. That is mm. going to end very badly. I, I, that is going to end very my badly. My opinion, only my opinion, uh, it's got to go with genetics. It just has to. You can't just choose. Well, we saw it in the... Um, the AFLW, yeah. there was a, a player, Hannah. Hannah Mounts. Yes. And yeah. um, I don't think that the AFL dealt with that uh, in the in the right way. So I think the NRL and, and the women's NRL need to really look at how that situation played out. And I, um, I don't want to be seen to be uh, in any way uh, making light of the, the challenges that they face, people who want to identify with the sex that they're not mm. genetically born with. But for sport, I, I kind of think that's got to have a, a, a clear line. They, they can't have a, a grey line. It's got to be clear. Mm. And that swimmer in America proves it's there's no... Well, there might be a right answer, but it's a very grey line. Well, he couldn't yeah. keep up with the men. Yes. She, she couldn't yes. keep well, up with the men. Well, he as a yeah, man. as a man. And then as a woman, you know, he's, he's smashing. I, I think where you need to be careful with this is that um, AFL, like women's AFL, and it's, it's a contact sport, mm. so swimming isn't. And I think with the contact sport, you've really got to be careful because um, size, weight, we, we don't want to see injuries and people, you know, being deterred from the sport. I think this is going to be a story we're going to be talking about for many years because it's only growing. Uh, Triple M. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. Just about done for another week. Uh, Saturday Scrum coming up. Here we go. What have you made of the list of grievances so far, Candice? You're new to this. Uh, we've had some good and some pretty ordinary. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, I see. Real estate agents. <laughs> oh, that's you go into the house for the open for inspection. They start asking you questions. I don't even make eye contact because I don't answer questions. I just want to look at the house. I don't want unsolicited help from someone who, you know, will charge the vendor for the privilege of advertising and then have their picture all over the advertising. Does that not annoy you, Dan? When their picture is all over the advertising that the vendor has You've paid for? you stolen my bit. When you brought no, it up, no, no, no. I said... I gave you that two years ago. <laughs> you no, you opened the dead. Southern that Courier. You pay how much for, what is it, eight grand, ten... I don't even know these days. And you're seeing their pl- face plastered. I know. And it's not the only and, thing. And it's also paying for leaflet. Every second day I get a leaflet. Oh, we've sold something off the market. And, and I don't care. And you might, you'll say to them, oh, the market's strong. Not that I will because I don't speak to them. But, <laughs> but other people say, oh, they, oh, no, no, there's plenty of bargains still around. And then in the periods when the market's crashing, oh, no, real estate's very strong with a lot of interest in this place. It's just, it's so mentally draining to listen to that drivel for that long. When you're trying to spend, you know, more than you'll ever be worth on this <laughs> asset. So who do you trust more, a male or female real estate agent? No. 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 Equal opportunity, no. hate. There has to be something else other than male and female. Is there a third choice? Because... <laughs> oh, what, are we going back to the... What, Dan? <laughs> Triple M, dead set legend.